So before we get started, I want to tell you about the best thing that has happened to the podcasting world, and that is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You can go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. You can even find it on the App Store of any iPhone or Android. The app is called Anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R. And we are rolling. We are rolling. Episode number 36. Not not on ecstasy, but we are rolling. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't actually remember the episode either. I had to to ask before the show. (laughs) All right, but... It's, uh, we're closing out the year strong, I think. Spent some time doing holiday stuff, man. What'd you do? What'd you get into? Man, I didn't get to do as much as I wanted. Of course, it's been a funky year for everybody. Yeah, everything's still closed and all that. I wouldn't, like, straight up saying, like, everybody has this mentality that this has been a bad year. And I get, like, I get where they're coming from, but... It's hard to argue that it has been anything else but a bad year. <laughs> really? I mean, so... What's your take? We're still alive. We're still breathing. Uh, like, I don't that, know. That's, I on think, the, that's on the good side. Right. I think there. I think, I think <laughs> we got to pay more attention to the good side. I think there's a lot of things that we should be thankful for, should be grateful for. Uh, a lot of realizations that this... this thing that has happened that has kind of like shook the foundation of what it means to be alive I guess and and accepting like what we think is normal I I don't know for me there's been a lot of uh, introspection like it's been able to help me look at life in a different light all I'm saying is like that can all be true while this also simultaneously can still be one of the worst years in history. Kind of, kind of, a, kind of a bad year. So I mean, like, there maybe there's a silver lining. Maybe, yeah. Maybe there's there's um, you know things that we've learned and 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 positive things to come out of it. But it's like as 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 far as like years go on a scale of like <laughs> good is over here and bad is over here. It's 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 leaning so heavy that way. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, but know. but like it, it I, is I've, like you said. I've been through so many terrible things in my life that like and I guess it's just it's subjective for me like I've been through so many bad things that this year has actually been one of the best years for me and it's it's definitely been a really productive year for me for sure um there's definitely a lot of like milestones that were reached and things like that I think we need life life kept moving on but um I mean I'm not saying I'm definitely not saying that there's nothing to you know, be grateful for, nothing to be happy about, you know, I definitely have a few silver linings of my own, but, uh, I mean, what do you, what do you got planned for New Year's resolutions? You, you got any new shit you're trying to get into next year? Um, I think this is what I'm leaning towards right now is reading one book a week. Wow, that's impressive. So right now I'm averaging like one a month. Right. But um, it seems a lot, a lot more like reasonable. In yeah. Terms, in terms of like how much time you have in the day. I mean, I don't know how quickly you read. I, I, it takes me at least. Let's see. I want to say it takes me a good month to to finish a book and and like Fully absorb it. Absorb it. Yeah. Because yeah. if I'm if I'm just like flipping pages, like anybody can do that. You know. I, I well skim it, reading. Some some people can actually just read fast yeah, and absorb and the absorb information. It. I can't. No. Yeah, no. For me, I'm, a, I'm like reading over lines over again yeah. and shit like that. No, I'm a slow reader too, but um, I really enjoy reading and I love spending my time doing it. Um, a book a week. Like, what 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 are some of the books on your list? Um, The Invisible Landscape by uh, Terrence McKenna. 
um, the singularity by uh, or the singularity is near by Ray Kurzweil um, there I mean that, that's two of them but like for me like I'm, I'm I'm doing it this week like this is the last week of the year and I'm testing it out to see if I can knock out like how easy or how hard is it to knock a book out you know in one week and so I the book I'm reading right now is 250 pages divided by seven days that's mm-hmm. only 37 about 37 pages a day which a lot can be packed into those 37 pages though oh yeah for sure and so I, I I've been testing the waters right now and maybe I'll be reading smaller books um, maybe I'll be reading larger books but so far it's it hasn't been that much of a task this week alone but it's it's an idea I'm flirting with what about you? No fap. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 you know that was my goal last year and it didn't quite pan out. <laughs> no, this year or this coming year for twenty twenty one, depending on how things go with um, like public gatherings and stuff, I'm definitely gonna try to compete a lot more mm-hmm. next year. Uh, my goal is at least once a month and uh, probably prioritize. I, I want to get like ranked. You know what I mean? Because I've been doing a lot of, like, lazy shit to, that I could be doing on the back end to make sure that all of, all of my stuff is in order. Like, I have, like, a few different... Yeah, advertisements on this <laughs> one. <laughs> um, I have a few different, uh, like, emails that are registered for the same organization because I just never, you know what I mean, uh, got my shit together. So there's, like, three Isaiah Sanchez's and one jiu-jitsu organization and then another organization has a different email so i'm trying to get everything consolidated consolidated so that all of my matches can get ranked and all the points i get from like wins and losses uh, are all consolidated to one and then like i said you know just compete a lot more than i did this year i mean this year i did as much as possible because half like i want to say more than half of the tournaments and and competitive events uh, were just completely gutted, just completely canceled, just wadded up, throw it in the trash, like no hope of, of being able to compete. And that happened for a long time. Uh, for you know, it's still affecting a lot of organizations. Yeah. Um, even even to this month. So um, I'm really hoping that public gatherings are a lot less restricted next year. Uh, I know there's already a, my my tournaments for January and February are already scheduled. Um, nice. I mean, they're not my tournaments. I just plan on competing at right. them. But um, so yeah, so definitely compete a lot more. Uh, try to do a little bit more for um, how do I put this the the professional side for like my sponsors and, mm-hmm. and you know try to make that side kind of run a little bit more smoothly. Well, hopefully um, things you know with the little shakeup that's we we've experienced in our society. Hopefully. That stuff kind of starts to adapt. Yeah, adapt. And, you know, I don't think we're ever going to go back to the way it used to be. But, you know, with vaccines going out and and all this stuff, maybe we will get to. Are you going to get the vaccine? No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I haven't haven't had a vaccination in about 15 years and I seem to be doing fine. Are you an anti vaxxer? Um, I, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't like go all the way to say that. Um, like, so I don't have kids or anything, so I don't have to think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as for myself, I, I think that there are precautions we can take to build our immune system and make sure that we are healthy. Mm-hmm. And I do my best to to make sure that I'm checking all those boxes. Um, I think I don't think that vaccinations and medicate and pharmaceuticals or anything are the answer to everything i think i I think they help a lot in in a a lot of cases but i don't think we should always just depend on them i think that we do need to put more of a highlight and emphasis on the way we're taking care of our bodies i've uh like i said i haven't had the flu in 15 years and I haven't had a flu shot in 15 years. Mm. Um, as for COVID, um, I'm, I'm 
precautious. I, I think I like to think that I take pretty good care of my body and pay attention to you know what I put into my body and uh, I think we should all learn a lesson from this year and the fact that it is important to take care of our immune systems first and foremost there should be an emphasis on the fact that we need to take care better care of our bodies um, so that's that's true um, but I mean just coming from you know just from what I see like in the gym like the lifestyle change that's required for somebody to go from a like a sedentary body and a not mm-hmm. you know not very active body to one that's in like a better physical condition first of all that's a very um complex and uh difficult process oh yeah and i think that expecting especially deconditioning ourselves and 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 adopting a new mentality well yeah it's one of the hardest yeah that's that's going to be exactly that's just a huge hill to climb so i don't think that like in terms of like medical answers um that that lifestyle change is going to be like a like a realistic like, I don't think that we're going to see this wave of fitness. I think that, you know, the cure in a, in a, in a bottle, in a shot, in a pill, whatever it may be, that convenience is going to overtake everything. And yeah. I there's been and and I don't, I don't blame anybody <coughs> for, for getting the vaccine and, and I taking say, that I, precaution. I definitely am. Yeah. yeah. Like I, 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 uh, <clears throat> I, I'll see how it goes for, uh, for the first, <laughs> the first wave, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And I mean, it, it I'm not going to say it doesn't make sense to to be cautious. You know, I think everybody should, you know, question things to their heart's content as long as they're willing to, um, I guess, face the music if mm-hmm. their suspicions led them to an inaction or an action that um, is going to affect their health or, or, or their well-being long term. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I... We, we've seen a lot of firsts, a lot of unprecedented... Um, um, adaptation and advancement in the midst of this pandemic globally so um, not only do I have a lot of faith in the um, abilities of, of modern scientists and, and, and medical you know developers mm-hmm. drug, drug developers things like that not only do I think that um, they're working in the best you know time period to have ever developed right. this stuff agree but i and and to distribute this stuff yeah. uh, but i also think that i think that speculating on the risks without a sound um understanding of the the medicine and science behind it is you're you're not you're not doing yourself really any favors you know what i mean like mm-hmm. if I don't understand anything about the the medicine that I'm taking. Then I, you know, trust my doctor to explain it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I know that that's not the same, not the case for everybody. And, but and, I mean, see... and then you also get. I mean, the other side of the argument is that a lot of the times the doctors don't seem to have our best interest at heart when they push medication on us, and and it's all about, uh, you know, paying their bills, and you know they have these pharmaceutical companies that are pushing these Mm -hmm. uh, drugs onto them to sell, to get rid of. And so one of the quickest answers uh, for people with anxiety is slap them on an anti-anxiety pill instead of telling them to go outside for a run or, you know, get out into nature, you know, Mm -hmm. try some breathing techniques, uh, try to do some inner work on figuring out what it is that caused the trauma to cause anxiety in the first place. I hear that argument, but, you know... And, and, and I know that there's some truth to it, you know, uh, just in, in my family alone, we've had some personal experience with, um, we'll say shady doctors that ended up actually facing legal action, I think going to jail or prison or something, mm-hmm. maybe, I, I could be totally wrong, um, I heard the story in passing, but um, I know that there's some merit to the argument that, you know, obviously not all doctors have our best interest at heart but in my you know purely subjective experience i've never met that doctor where i'm like i don't know if they're just treating me for money you know what i mean like i've never i've never met a doctor who wasn't like let's get you well so that you are well you know what i mean not necessarily like 
Like they, I've I've never been sold extra prescriptions. You know what I mean? <clears> have like you ever been diagnosed like, like with any kind of mental illness or? No, I never. I've never sought out like mental diagnosis. You know what I mean? So no. Um, and and I again, I have no no experience to draw any from. ADHD medications. Tried. Okay. No, like literally. So no, I experienced that at a very young age. Like yeah. a lot of kids do. Oh, okay. So that I see. I see. So that's. Huh. Yeah, because cause I could understand a lot of people's feelings about, like, the kinds of drugs that are used to treat conditions like ADHD and anxiety and depression and, you know, very um, shaky ground to try to discuss, especially without a, a, a thorough understanding of, you know, um, again, the medicine behind it. But what do you think about the conversation surrounding, like forced vaccinations because i do believe that it's going to be a lot like um you know like maybe your your meningitis shot or whatever other shots you need to to be able to go to school mm-hmm. um, i see that being um very easy to implement mm-hmm. and transition into and just be like hey if you haven't been vaccinated especially against you know highly infectious diseases then mm-hmm. you cannot do your business here or mm-hmm. or you know I think it's in. I think it is in the uh, you know, whatever the business uh, property owners or anything. I think it's within their right to to uh, instate that. Uh, The fear is that um, it's going to be so widespread that it'll pretty much be the same as like how it's it's a little little dramatic, not necessarily too far fetched in that scenario. But essentially that you would die without the vaccination, not because of the disease, but because you'd be denied food, you know, you'd be denied, uh, you couldn't go to school, you couldn't go to work, you couldn't go shop, you Mm -hmm. know, et cetera, et cetera, because every public place would have this forced vaccination. Um, I feel like it's definitely within every private business's right to implement something similar or or, or even, um, you know, even, even public uh, places like the library and school and stuff like that. If if the city or whatever votes, or the I'm again I'm not sure how this process works, but if uh, it becomes the case where you know schools and libraries and high traffic areas where infectious diseases are likely to spread decide, hey, you know, we want people who are vaccinated uh, in here and people who are not vaccinated, we want them out of here and not to come in here. You know what I mean? Well, we've kind of, we kind of already set up this, uh, society where all I have to do is tap a button on Amazon and it will be delivered to my front door. I don't have to come in contact with anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've kind of, is that the life that you are willing to live in order to um, forego that vaccine? Or do you think that in that case you'd get, so I'm a weird case because, uh, I don't have a lot of attachments to but you the way have a modern. Job. Yeah, but I work for myself. Like I'm self-employed. Fair. So, um, you know, uh, thankfully the owner of the home that I am helping uh, remodel uh, isn't bothered by all of this. Um, and some people will be. Some people won't be. Um, so I'll just I definitely don't see it <clears throat> as uh like if millions of people don't want to do this like that's not going to be a viable option like there aren't going to be like millions of homes to remodel you know what I mm-hmm. mean like it's it's definitely going to be a very uh uh kind of like do or die scenario yeah. and I really don't understand I guess I do understand but I don't agree with the argument against uh, I, I don't understand why people want to go so far out of their way to uh, not be vaccinated just so that they can you know and, and just continue to do whatever they want mm-hmm. like I, I don't I don't understand the logic that supports that you know what I mean right. yeah like no I, I get I totally get what you're saying um, I'm just uh, like I said I'll see how it plays out. I, I don't think my answer is a, a definite answer. Um, I kind of, you know, I, I, I kind of always just lived life by, like, the day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I learn as I go, and my opinion changes as I go. And um, 
it's not something that I would completely take off the table at first, no. Um, but we'll see how society act, reacts to this and we'll see uh, what kind of parameters are put in place and then I'll make a, a logical, what I feel like is in my best interest at the time. Um, I'm, me and uh, Stormy are considering, uh, you know, going and like, it's weird, but like taking off for a year on like a like a road trip around mm -hmm. the states and go stay in like uh, you know public land and everything, just kind of like a nomadic lifestyle, which you've kind of experienced. Yeah, I was about to yourself. say I've, I've, um, I've definitely uh, been there before. Yeah. Highly recommend. It's very fun. Yeah, uh, as long as you don't um, mind not having any money. Which I, I, mean, <laughs> I, I grew up that way, so yeah. like I'm I'm very. It doesn't. I know that it doesn't take much to live, mm -hmm. and I think that you can find value in in life without things. Um, and so I think it's. I think it would be a very valuable experience. Um, For sure. Yeah. But I, I mean, there's also you know we're gonna have to find we're gonna have to find food, and uh, you know if we go to a supermarket to stock up for the week we're gonna have to be able to get into the supermarket and mm -hmm. if that requires a vaccination then so be it i mean we're, we're just gonna are you but is that so so you <coughs> would get the vaccination if it meant that you'd be denied essentially uh, access modern to food yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i mean well and you well, and for me like it's it's we'll we'll uh we'll see what it's like when we get there i honestly I don't think it's going to be the case. I don't what think do that those. I don't think that those kind of uh, oh, you parameters are oh, going to be set. I see. Uh, I mean, that's definitely a definitely a we we will see. Well, I mean, I feel like one. yeah. I mean, I feel like people who start leaning very heavy into those ideas are the same kind of people who think that they're putting trackers inside of those vaccinations. Yeah, and 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 uh, or making vac vaccinations. Uh, mandatory and it's like what kind of world do you think we live in what kind of like are things really that fucking dark and twisted where mm -hmm. you know you're not allowed to live because you don't you didn't take the shot or like i think if you get too far in that it, like you're getting kind of into that conspiracy realm like but let i mean what i wonder what the worst that could happen really is you know what i mean like like what what it in the worst case scenario if the vaccines were somehow nefarious uh and they had tracking chips in right because there's there's the argument that they're just underdeveloped and, and not to be trusted and then there's the argument that they are indeed nefarious and they they are you know the the vehicles of our demise essentially right. and uh, <clears throat> i mean what 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 can we really and so i think that these kind of ideas have been um probably you know who who knows what they were thinking when um, the flu vaccine was created, and, and it's kind of like the doomsday scenario. There's always been these ideas and about a doomsday that's right around the corner that the government's going to push things on us that we don't accept. But if the more the majority of us don't accept it, I, I don't know. I, I think it's it's dangerous to get too far into those things and for me i find more comfort just going day by day and learning as we go I, I i don't know i think that people create these fantasies in their head that uh somehow you know our entire world is gonna unravel yeah be, because <laughs> of a, a vaccination and i don't i don't think before before they didn't shut down society and um, force people to get these uh, vaccinations or they're not allowed the comforts of uh, modern society. I don't think that's ever happened, and I don't think it will. So you're, you're definitely not against vaccinations. You're no. just more of like um, you don't I feel like you personally need them. So it's more of like a necessity. Depending basically. on the situation. Um, but... Uh, I think we have the freedom to choose. I don't think that all of a sudden that freedom is going to be taken away from us. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, and again, you know, definitely, I definitely don't think that the government is going to be like, 
new law has passed. If you don't have your vaccinations, we're kicking down your door and mm-hmm. tranquilizing you. Yeah. Yeah. Shoving you up full of needles. Now, I don't think stuff like that's going to happen, but uh, I do think it's think very plausible for especially like schools, colleges, grocery stores, you know, for them to just be like, hey, if you can prove that you're, uh, especially for travel, uh, because there's still a lot of um, shaky ground around the subject of travel, especially international travel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that if uh, I, I read a, the headline of an article in passing that was like, vaccine passports may become a right. thing. Right. Um, like, do you have your vaccination card? Right. So, um, you know, I don't... That that doesn't seem scary to me. Like... But, uh, so... Like, we have lived you in got a, the shot, here you go. We have lived in a society so far where we're walking amongst people all the time who have vaccinations and who don't. And... Yeah. And, I mean, you're... If, say, you have the vaccination... I don't think the split is, like, 50-50, though. No, I wouldn't say it is either, but I mean, it, this has been the case, is that we've been amongst people who are unvaccinated and people who are, if you are vaccinated and that makes you uh, more protected, then good for you. And like you said, on my own uh, choice not to get vaccinated, uh, I have to be comfortable with the consequences if there are consequences. And Definitely, because we have we've mingled, seen... We've been mingling this whole time with right. all of these kind of viruses. and. But something to remember is, is you know, we have seen the reemergence of viruses that we had all Thought eradicated. eradicated. Yeah, you know, like, like uh, measles and mumps. Um, you know, I want to say there was... <sighs> because of people not taking... Yeah, so... so because of... The anti-vax movement? Yeah, and, and I could be wrong in the numbers, but I want to say it's like something like 30% of the population or more um, is, and is and the number is growing, uh, of people are refusing to get vaccinated, refusing to have their families vaccinated. And um, there's this whole like, like anti-vax movement. And um, because of that, we're seeing direct consequences um, where... All of this mingling is leading directly to the reemergence of viruses that, you know, we're supposed to have been like that are that are so curable. Like why, why we could be done with this? Yeah. Like, but the the reason is because you know, due to that, you know, I I, I feel like I say this once an episode, but due to just poor education and, and mm-hmm. poor understanding of um, like what is necessary and what's not necessary and how everything works, you know, there's just we're we're starting to really see those consequences and you know it's a, a lot of people get their their a lot of these super necessary vaccines when they're still really young and um you know like as old as high school maybe and then when they're an adult it's just like when you <laughs> essentially when you have to set your own appointments it's like do i need to set that appointment right but i think that people which, are taking which no lie has been kind of the case for me right which i right. was required to be in, in high school and everything or right. throughout grade school and then uh once you know i was out of school out of the house it was kind of up to me mm-hmm. to make those decisions for myself and set appointments um which for a long time i just put to the wayside and then right. um well and, and and yeah and so i think that a lot of people take for granted the kind of immunity that they they already have from the vaccinations they, they've had prior to their adult life and then I also feel like a lot of people um, how do I put this just when when they're given the option you know what I mean like when it's not something that's that they have to do they're just like no you can't and, and then if you try to make them after the fact they're like no you can't make me do that because just a second ago I didn't have to do that now mm-hmm. you're telling me that I do are mm-hmm. you kidding me mm-hmm. like why <laughs> No, right. so so um and i understand and no you don't and you should have the freedom to choose uh but you're absolutely right every time you say more education <laughs> right um, and, and i and i'll be the first to say that i need more education like you know we don't we all yeah. um and and there's definitely more uh things that i should look into and research uh God, I mean, it, it kind of makes you feel like you're not doing uh, due diligence to yourself. Yeah, uh, and because I mean, how many of us walk walk around every day? Uh, uh, like like the uh, like the case for uh, taking care of yourself. Like, how mm-hmm. many people are walking around 
mm. with no idea no where idea. to start. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, we all need to do better. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Get your shit together, America. Yeah. Or like Jordan Peterson says, make your bed or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has that philosophy. <laughs> yeah, and so, I mean... Or clean your room, that's what he, he calls it. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's probably some, some merit to that. But <laughs> yeah, so... So... I am definitely, like, on the side of just just go ahead and just get the shot, get it out of the way. So how do you think how do you think twenty twenty one is looking? Man, um, well, the, there's a lot more. There's a lot we can hope for. There's a lot more scheduled. I'll say there's a lot more like like everybody's like, all right, well, we've been through this kind of. Um, we're just gonna kind of. Ease for, our way. For our business's sake, just you know, just stay open until they shut us down, and just keep doing shit as as, as uh, normal as possible. You know what I mean? Like the uh, especially with like restaurants and and um, gyms and stuff like that. Some of the places that are a little bit more affected, bars. Um, I feel like that we're gonna see a lot more activity mm-hmm. than we saw. You know, in 2020. Uh, in, in 2020, I think that a lot of the businesses that were able to survive will, will be able to adapt. I think a lot of the people that were able to, um, you know, kind of make it through the, really, the, the summer and early fall, you know, uh, with their finances and their, you know, their employment and all of that intact. Uh, I feel like everybody's going to be able to weather, weather whatever storm there is a lot easier. I know that we're going to have a really uphill battle with the um, factors that we've been completely unable to eliminate, which mm-hmm. is, you know, poor enforcement of, of uh, the medically advised restrictions, poor um, understanding of, of what it is we're supposed to be doing or, or mm-hmm. how, mm-hmm. you know, whatever we're supposed to be doing. is. We're not out of the woods yet. Uh, yes. Yes, exactly. So, um, you know, it's, it's looking like the first round after somebody's been knocked down mm-hmm. but not out not you know what out, I mean yeah. like they got they got rocked in the America got rocked in the jaw and we're standing we're back up on yeah, shaky yeah, legs yeah. and we're, we're we're still putting our dukes up and we're we're a little bit more ready we're right. we're, we're, we're watching got a better idea yeah. of how our opponent's coming at us and it's anybody's and game at this point right. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so uh I mean we're definitely uh it seems as the years go by and as technological advancement happens, uh, we're getting into like really strange territory as well. Like, I, like when I mentioned, uh, you know, the fact, or and we have talked about it before, the fact that we press a button and we can have whatever we need delivered mm-hmm. to us, and it almost seems like, and this might get into the realm of conspiracy, um, but um, society kind of took that turn that has kind of seemed like it had been building up to uh, for such a long time with the advancement of our technology and the ability to do these things mm-hmm. and you see a lot of uh, you know it, you go to the store and they don't have toilet paper well you can order just it order it on the internet and it'll be yeah, there tomorrow I think um, we're really finding out that we're a lot farther down the rabbit hole of like person to person isolation than we realized because it's been building up so gradually and quickly at the same time like there's these big innovations that are layered by all these you know smaller innovations that that maybe don't get as much attention but next thing we know we have the v2 this we have the version 10 of that we have you know what i mean and all of these these incredible advancements that are coming out from from year to year and it's just like we are we are definitely a lot farther down the uh the you know like bubble life people are isolated from other people like lifestyle than than i think a lot of people realize and we're a lot i think a lot of people are really starting to to see how thoroughly we've been conditioned to to kind of be ready for mm-hmm. that um, and, you know, again, without alluding to any greater conspiracy, I think that it's just the consequences of the, the technology that we're, that we're uh, innovating at, at, at the rate that we're innovating at. Like, 
when there's a commercial interest in your attention and there's a commercial interest in your uh, personality and behavior and there are businesses that are, you know, I don't know if exploiting is the right word, but definitely um, capitalizing on yeah. it. Um, well, yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely a lot farther yeah, down that I can that see how uh, this type of technology or way of life would start to take on a life of its own mm-hmm. um, without us even knowing. And yeah, especially if we try to, try to make it more and more comfortable to be, you know, to have less and less contact with another human being, especially outside of our immediate family, but even within, mm-hmm. uh, like, our household, you know, just, like, separate rooms, separate computers, separate Zoom screens. calls, and, right? Exactly. Um, it, it's, it's strange, and, uh, I mean, it's very exciting to me, but I don't think that, you know, there's so many ways that people can point out how this is all going to be bad, you know, um, but I really don't see it that way. Um, I think we'll adapt just like we always have. Um, and if technology and these things kind of take on a life of their own, then, I mean, we're already living, you know, in symbiosis with our technology. And I think it's going to come to a point where we merge in some very strange way, you know, way sooner than we know it. Are you going to get the chip? <laughs> uh, the the Neuronet? Uh, yeah, no, was it Elon Musk talking yeah, about? Yeah, it? the Neuron, the Neuralink. 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 Yeah, you uh, get it. Um, you gotta I, wait until twenty thirty for that one. Yeah, no, I'll, <laughs> I mean, you know, once people start getting it, and I kind of see how things play out. It's like the Xbox. You know, it, like you're not gonna buy it as soon as it comes right, out, right? Because you know the first version is gonna PS5 be a little. Yeah, whatever, yeah, there's gonna be a little some bugs and stuff, and so I'll let I'll let all the testing phase, you know, years go by before I get mine. And kind of just like the, uh, I look at it the same way that I look at, you know, the vaccinations, you know, I will kind of just uh, take it day by day, learn day by day, uh, let let you try it out first, (laughs) and then we'll see, but I I definitely think that we are moving into that, uh, that realm, into that, uh, that being a reality where Mm -hmm. uh, we are going to start implementing um, technology, Uh, I think we're, I think we're going to transcend our biology eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in a way, these will be ways to improve our, our state of being, um, these, these kind of technologies. Um, I, I kind of see it as inevitable. I, 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 it's coming faster, than, faster and faster, faster than we think. And, uh, yeah, and when I mean, you look I, at the exponential growth of technology throughout the years just you know 30 years ago these smartphones were you know the computing power that these things have were supercomputers the size of a building mm-hmm. and now they're 30 years later they're this small well 30 years from now this computing power will be the size of a blood cell that all we have to do is oh blood cell I mean I don't know yeah maybe you look at the maybe. exponential growth of technology it's it's getting smaller and smaller. It's, it's it. Moore's law. I don't see a reason for it to become the size of a blood cell. Like we don't have a battery the size of you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't under. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just speculation, but it, I, I I definitely won't say that it's never gonna happen or it's not possible. I just like why you know right. Like, you'd have to have super special tweezers. Well, like, uh, you know well, I mean? I mean, and there might be uh, by then advancements in medical technology that make it completely uninvasive, uh, or you know, to where they don't have to do any kind of big operation. They mm-hmm. just just a little or a laser that implants. I don't know. I mean, technology has this way of um, evolving way faster than we are. And um, it's going to bring on a lot of uh, a lot of conflict, um, but I I, I kind of see it as like I said inevitable, and I and I would say the re- the reason why we are going to adopt these methods are uh, just because of the uh, the uh, the implications it could have to you know when you look at. Uh, what's going on with gene editing or um, editing did I say that right? Gene editing mm-hmm. um, you know can we get to the point in 
technology and medical technology that we could give birth to somebody who is completely immune to all these diseases? Can we tweak their genes to where they, they don't have... And so I think when we implement technology, like we use these tools to better our lives. To make our lives easier, to to you know, and, well, we, and you we see, use them we, in the spirit of bettering our lives, right? And and and, and for um, for the most part, I think they do just that. They make our lives a lot easier, um, maybe to to a detriment, but you know, like we've talked about before, the fact that less people find the need to get up and go for a walk. You know, even around the supermarket, if they can just press a button and it comes. But, um, you know, who knows with medical advancement, uh, maybe there's going to be some way where you know, we don't have to go for that walk. We, we're kind of just, we can be strong. Mm-hmm. We don't need to actually go to the gym and work out. You know, there might be some kind of advancement that we find when once we start using technology to or even going to the point where uh, we might become cyborgs you know you have prosthetics that are able to do hold more weight mm-hmm. you know lift more weight do things that our weak little bodies can't man and it's just you know it's it just goes back to something I know I've mentioned uh, before is just there's not a nearly as much of a biological need for an intensely physical body like to be able to lift a lot to be able to run fast to be able to be intensely physical to be alert you know to what was that you know that that biological so would it be more important just to have a capable mind mm-hmm. a powerful mind Something that's able to understand all of these uh, uh mechanical processes all of these you know uh, lights and 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 um, touch you know, menus and, and storage mm-hmm. and, and where this file is and where that file is and how these programs interact with each other and things like that. Um, I think that that's what's being biologically incentivized uh, on such a massive and powerful scale that uh, it's definitely going to have very tangible effects on our evolution. You know, I think that that's going to be how how uh, our society eventually biologically evolves into like the little green alien men you know mm-hmm. what I mean it's yeah. just yeah. Our, our physical bodies aren't our evolution isn't going to reward you know people who can run fast it's going to reward people who can um, think faster. highly function in think the, faster in the and, system and in society that's in place and that's why it would make more sense to have uh, computing power within your mind that you know is able to pull off algorithms at the snap of a finger mm-hmm. or uh, where did I store that file well it's right there and I can you know I can tell you the uh, you know bill of rights just off the top of my head you know just here let me if I can spout this out we have instant access connectivity to the cloud to the internet and all the access of uh, our information and and I think uh, if, if we're um, playing with that idea that society, uh, the the people who would benefit most are the people with the capability, and who did take the mm-hmm. the chip. Well, and and with all of that being said, it's gonna like borders, uh, sovereign, you know, independent nations and states are gonna become more and more and more obsolete. I think mm-hmm. through, because of the. Uh, simultaneous, you know, connectivity and, and lack of con- like connectivity virtually, but lack of physical connectivity. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to drive the entire concept. Like everybody, especially with like translation and stuff like that. Like everybody's able start. You know, everybody's able to communicate with each other. Everybody, you know, can can you know do commerce, do business. You know, uh, get their education, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, you know, and to um, me, this sounds like a good idea you know I think we are both kind of for I mean I don't know I, I, I'm personally um, in favor of just fucking getting rid of borders um, and so I, I see a lot of good things coming out of this uh, I think they're uh, tricky waters to navigate and I think we will navigate them um, but then you know I can definitely see why all the conspiracies start to rear their ugly head with you know everybody who says this is this is evil this is evil this is bad we need we we got to stop this now but there's no stopping it and we might as well adapt uh 
embrace the change. Well, when uh, when our friend Jim was talking about like what definitely happens whenever you know foreign people move into a new place and start to you know replace um, the, the the native population or the existing population. Um, I thought it was interesting the degree of certainty he spoke to when he was mentioning, you know, these people move in here and then say they don't like what you like, and mm-hmm. then they just they keep pro- procreating and you don't procreate, blah blah blah. Well, you know, a lot of stuff that wasn't factored into that fear, that conclusion, I should say, um, in my opinion, is just that, like, first of all, like when people go to another place and experience their their culture it bleeds into it you know what mm-hmm. i mean like um that's that's why we see the the diversity of, of culture that we have in america today where, yeah that's gonna have, say we wouldn't be where we're at without it right you know we have places where you know uh, uh an ethnic majority is definitely present you know what i mean where where other cultures are um a little bit you know uh, cultures from other places i should say are a little bit more celebrated than other places, but the idea that because people who don't live where you live exist, um, that 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 automatically makes them a threat because if they you know if they if they move into your area then they'll they'll replace you and, yeah. and your culture and heritage will be gone. I think that I don't I don't think that that I think that stems from a from our fear of change and the unknown, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I don't think I disagree with that. Because, um, I mean, if you if you are thinking about, like, your culture and your way of life as something that's vulnerable to outside forces as opposed to something that you would share and, and love and spread mm-hmm. on your own regardless, then it, you know, it, it definitely very dramatically changes the frame of, of reference. It changes, you know, how you how you perceive that and, and then you know as a consequence how you're going to you know treat and view other people um you know i think that things like culture are just what you've learned you know uh, i think that it's something to share i don't think that it's something right. that um how do i put this i don't think that it's something that needs to be kept to oneself mm-hmm. and away from other people and other people should also stay away from where i'm at when I'm practicing this, and right. that, that concept doesn't uh, it doesn't vibe with me. No, me either. Um, <laughs> so, but it, it, with that being said, you know there are there are aspects to to maybe be a little bit concerned about when um, when big changes are coming. But I think that the real I mean the real the real truth of it all is you know these these big changes these big movements um, these evolutions in society you know they're inevitable it's mm-hmm. not it's just no matter how hard you want and to hold people on don't to give something that you're safe and uh, that's something that you perceive as safe or something that you're familiar with no matter how hard you're going to hold and on people like, don't that give idea, us enough credit it, credit for for uh, we've always adapted we've always found a way. Mm-hmm. We've always found a way. We always will, um, despite our fears. And, and you know, being fearful, uh, rightfully so. Like it's okay. It's okay to have that fear. But give our species credit uh, for our resilience and our ability to adapt and and find a way and, and still make things work out. I, I think history has taught us that, and and we're in the best time, like you said, you know, uh, especially for medical science. There's no better time than now to be alive, mm-hmm. and and it seems like people overlook that fact. For some people, I'd say it's a better time right now to be alive for a lot of people, but definitely not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's still a very significant amount. Yeah, significant. and that's something we're working on, and that's always been the case. Like, uh, you know, back uh, when, uh, you know, before women had the right to vote, um, that was a better time than uh, it was a it was a better time than when we had sl- slavery. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a better time. That didn't mean that there weren't 
there weren't people who weren't having that good of a time. Mm. But as we grow and as we advance, we're getting rid of all of those. Uh, so, you know, we're living in the best time to be alive right now. Uh, maybe for me, but maybe not for the, the kid who's starving down the street. Uh, but I think, um, I think we'll get to them. You got any, uh, Joe Biden predictions? Um, all I know is that we're gonna be all right, and that was the, that's been my everybody freaks. It's been this way for hundreds of years. You can look at propaganda from the eighteen hundreds of of everybody saying, "Oh, when he's elected, the whole shit's gonna hit the fan." They've been saying this for hundred years. At every presidential election, we're gonna be all right. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, it's it's. It's funny because, you know, nobody's really a fan of Joe Biden, no. but there were people that were, a lot of people that were fans of Trump. You don't need to be a fan of politicians. And I wonder, I wonder how the next four years is going to shape that, um, that fandom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's, it's not going to, it's not going to get to the point like, where Like, are people just going to keep their, their Trump flags up until, like... He gets another chance to run. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't think you get another chance to run after you, like, he, can you? Yeah, I think so. I believe okay. so. Oh wait, yeah, because he didn't do the full eight years. He, yeah, he got no. It. So, uh, so well, he can still run again. But Jesus. But I think <laughs> I think we learned a fucking very valuable lesson, and I hope that the fucking the hardcore Trump fans learn a lesson as well in time and, and, and maybe in retrospect they can look back and see how foolish it was mm. to ride the dick of a politician. Knowing what we know about that demographic though, I don't see retrospect and introspection and, and you know. I can see why, I absolutely can see why I, you say I don't, that. I don't see that as the I hope. response. I, I think <laughs> I said, I mean we can go back in the audio but I think I said I hope they have some kind of uh Retrospect, retrospection, Re- rectum spection, Re- what? <laughs> retrospection. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, I don't. Again, I don't think anybody's gonna hang a, a Joe Biden flag. No. There's no need to. Like, I think that the the most utility one could get out of that is just like, like fuck you for voting for Trump. Right. Yeah, just ro- just just rustle the jimmies. But wasn't. I think that's kind of what the Trump train started out as. Mm-hmm. Like fuck liberals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, ru- kind of just rub it in the face. Like, like I think that's what it started out as, and then it evolved into this cult. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this very strange cult. And uh, for those who don't see that they are a part of some very strange political cult, like read a book, buddy. You know, it's it's silly. It's. I, I wonder what's going to happen to the. Boldness, the the make America great again, like spit in your face. Boldness, you know what I mean? Right. That's that's like. Do you think that? Do you think that everybody's just gonna like? Is that divide? Like everybody who who? How do I put this? Almost like, like came out as as a Trump supporter. Do you think that they're gonna like like try to like pull it back in a little bit, or just be like, well, now y'all know. (laughs) That's a good question. Maybe we should ask them. <laughs> you know, like let's uh, let's get their opinion on this. Uh, but uh, I really don't know. Um, and I think that I think there's a the, lot of the the, the bipartisan the bipartisan split is going to exist. I think it's going to continue to exist. Uh, I don't think that's going anywhere until we can get to the point where we get a third party. Uh, and we open up our government or come to realize that we're all fucking Americans at the end of the day. I don't know if that realization's ever going to come. Um, hey, have you heard about the allegations of voter fraud? The multiple allegations of voter fraud? I think that there's been voter fraud for years. No, no, no. I mean, but like the specific ones that could lie, like for, for this election. Um, let's see. I want to say it was Georgia and a couple of uh, Pennsylvania, maybe. Uh, a couple of states that there were allegedly machines that were uh, essentially fixing the count 
in Biden's favor. Well, haven't these haven't these ideas been explored and proved wrong or false? I mean, hasn't that been kind um, of what all of Trump's lawyers are I'd have to kind check. of backing out of already? Because I'd have to. There's check, no like, concrete evidence today, but the um, the as far as I understand the situation as it's developed, uh, the information, the the allegations are still being investigated. I haven't heard anything concrete that says no. This is definitely not voter fraud. Everything is totally normal, totally fine. I haven't seen anything that declares that. I've seen the allegations, and I have yet to see where the investigations have led to. So you could be right. They, they could be without merit. But Truth is, it's a flawed system. Has been for a long time. But if, if voter fraud was the deciding factor for who the new president became like very specifically like attributed to voter fraud what do you think the implications are of that like what do you think i think we learn from it and do better find a way find a way i mean and i think this has been the case for a long time that this kind of stuff has been happening and i'm not sure how much has been done to counteract it to make sure that it doesn't happen again um what what but I mean what would that look like would you would you make them like make everybody re re vote again like would you but if they're gonna re vote no, Biden the automatically same, loses and Trump automatically wins if they're gonna if we're gonna re vote of them win if we're gonna re vote into the same kind of rigged fucking system I I mean even even based off of Trump's victory in two thousand sixteen. I'm sure there was some fraudulent stuff that that contributed to his victory. Um, so you don't think that there's really ever been like a a fair a fair election? Probably not in hundred years. <laughs> um, um, well, I can't. I, I don't. And probably not even before then. I mean, because even hundred years ago, um, people there was a problem with people drugging people and getting them back into the voter booth to place a. This was before certain parameters were set, but they used to drug people, uh, have them go in and vote for a candidate that they otherwise wouldn't vote for, and they would. There was ways that people got them to go in again. I mean, there's there's been these problems for a very long time, and and they might there might always be, and I think maybe the solution might be to find another way instead of having one head honcho. I think there's other ideas to explore, and I personally am not afraid to explore other new ideas and see where we can, you know, what we can figure out. Uh, maybe not have one fucking head honcho in charge of all this shit, but collectively do it together. Um, I think. I think there's. I think we've got to figure out a new way. Hmm the end of the day I don't know what it is but I think there's a better way to do this there has to be and it doesn't mean completely change maybe it does I don't know but I don't think we should be afraid of change well you know and on the face of that statement I definitely don't disagree um yeah you know I just uh, I I I don't know man the uh whole like mm, the whole situation is just like where do you where do you begin where do you begin <laughs> yeah. um and 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 I don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers and I don't want to step on on anybody's toes but collectively we have to fucking realize that the shit isn't working I mean, it is. We're getting by, but, like, I think there's a better way to... We're getting by, <laughs> We're getting... <laughs> Nailed it. Damn it, dude. Another yeah. another couple of goals I forgot. Totally gonna change the subject. Just oh, no, yeah, let's fucking but, do it. Um, turn this bitch around. I'm gonna try, and these might be COVID safe. That's that's why I just, like, bing, just thought of Yeah, that. I mean, definitely when, when, you asked, like, when you asked, like, you know, what are my plans for 2020, there's definitely, or 2021, there's definitely, like, things that I've plan on doing other than just reading 
one book a week, but let's, what else do you got in mind? Let's see if I can come through with this one. I'm going to try to go on a hunt, and oh, I'm going to try shit. to let's fish. I've never fished. Um, I've been, really? I've been around people who are fishing. You might fishing. want to start with fishing. I've been, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, but I'm, but just like, those are, those are two things that I want to. So are like, you going to do the spear hunt? Spear fishing? Oh, shit. No, definitely no. not. I want to um, use some kind of advanced tool. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll just, you know, use whatever's available, uh, yeah. in terms of like whatever my price range and budget is and, yeah. you know, when I can find the time to. Well, like, uh, like, like Bridger was saying, the price of entry really isn't that high. It's just when you get in, when you start getting that gear fever mm-hmm. or like you, you get like that you want the best gear you mm-hmm. want more and more better gear but you don't need all the gear really the price of entry isn't that high but um yeah I'm, re- I'm super interested in like catching food or excuse me catching animals and then making them food mm-hmm. um just because like i really enjoy eating meat and it is so expensive and and like the, <laughs> and like when you get like I don't know some people don't like game meat I absolutely love it I and, definitely enjoy it yeah and, and like when you're getting really lean like good there's there's a difference in, and, and it feels different when you consume it like you don't get the weight it's just like oh no there's something really really satisfying about eating uh, fresh game meat um with that being said, uh, I want to do, I want to start, so I've started the uh, Something Sacred YouTube channel, mm-hmm. um, started a, a group page on Facebook, um, being invited to give speeches, and I want to ex- explore that avenue a lot more in 2021, uh, maybe getting out to more places and giving actual, like, presentations or speeches mm-hmm. and I, that's something that uh, I can see myself I'm, I'm already very passionate about the information uh, that I have to give um, or the thought experiments really and just uh, reaching out to like-minded people and challenging people's ideas and um, it's something that I want to dive deeper into in 2021 see uh, what kind of thing we can get going like maybe like uh i don't know there's some ideas in the works i was invited to host an event like once a month uh where they would involve like vendors people who craft their own little things and uh kind of like a local art showcase yeah and do it like once a month and give one of these philosophical speeches at the end of every one have live music uh I, uh, int- I, uh, you know, I was playing with the idea of maybe bringing out my, uh, my VR set, like my, cause I've been painting in VR lately, which is really fucking cool. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've experienced VR yet, but y- you, you're taking out, you're taken out of this reality and you're put into a virtual world. Uh, as for painting in VR, I have a 3D environment and I'm painting 3D worlds all around me, up, ground, you know, all around me, and you can move around inside of these 3D worlds. Oh, that's crazy. And so uh, I thought about, you know, if we start doing these events, set up my VR, and have people go in and experience my 3D worlds that I've been creating uh, with, you know, we'll have DJs come out and I don't know. Hopefully, we'll see how all that goes. But sounds very immersive. Yeah. Hmm. I think uh, I definitely want to see if we can roll out some some new exciting guests and some maybe some merch. Like yeah, definitely. And shit. I mean, see if we can create enough buzz to make those even like sought after items in the first place. But I think. Who do, you, who do you think we should just just like throwing some names out there? Who would you want to try to try to get on or well maybe get um, back on? I think uh, this might be like conversation that we have off air, but I mean I think that it's very it's probably really 
I think it's probably easier than we think it is to get uh, more, uh, I don't know if you would say famous or just uh, more recognizable guests, uh, maybe in the, uh, the, the YouTube sphere or the internet world, anybody who has a blue check. I think it's a lot easier to get those people onto our show and have conversations with than we think. Uh, Maybe. Um, especially with the uh, the fact that we can do virtual uh, meetings with people or Zoom meetings or, or whatever. We can, we've done it before mm-hmm. uh, where we have guests from across the country come on and they work out. They're good, great conversations, especially with what we did with John and James. Uh, I mean, we can have great guests, great conversations, and uh, just projecting our faces at each other. Um, and I think that those uh, people with blue checks, uh, a lot of them, the more accessible ones, I'm not saying 500 million followers or anything like that, but more, right. accessible, sex, more accessible ones would probably be totally down to come and like just pop open the... the uh, video box on the screen and talk to our face for an hour i think i think it's a lot easier than we think and that's that's something i want to explore more in 2021 big new things is it that isn't isn't that what every every new everything ever that's that's like the tagline is big new things coming like bands businesses yeah 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 Artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big things coming soon. Yeah. Uh, or the big shit popping. <laughs> big shit popping over here. You on heard Tucson. it here first. Yeah. Big things coming soon. Um. So yeah, we uh, gonna close out. Let's close it out, man. Yeah, it's been right on time. About that time. But uh, appreciate you guys for this year. Really, you know, everybody who has, oh, yeah. everybody who's stuck with us so far, still watching, still listening. Um, we appreciate you guys so much and uh, we look forward to bigger and better things in 2021 let's do it we out alright